Hey everyone, welcome to the Adaptive Sports and Recreation in Western New York podcast. We're going to share some experiences and expertise of local athletes, their families, and community organizations. Our discussions are going to range from elite sport competitions to weekend fun with our family and friends. We're coming to you from Buffalo, New York, the city of good neighbors, great year-round recreation, and definitely a play-hard attitude. I'm Jean Langen. I'm excited to host the first episode, Athletes Talk Adaptive and Inclusive Sports and Recreation in Western New York. Sports and recreation add so much to our lives, fun, camaraderie, fitness, just to name a few of the benefits. Giving everyone the ability and opportunity to compete or participate is a foundation for adaptive and inclusive sports and recreation. And with this podcast, I'm really happy that a larger audience has the opportunity to learn from the athletes here today. This podcast is a collaboration between the Rehabilitation Science Department at the University at Buffalo and the Western New York community. We have four athletes from Western New York in our roundtable discussion. Steve Spitz, Emily Keicher, Kate Hahn, Adam Page. I'm going to ask each athlete to tell us a bit about themselves and share what drew them to their sports and their pathway to getting involved. I'm Steve. I'm a wheelchair user of 32 years now, and I was injured in a spinal cord in, or a motor vehicle accident that resulted in spinal cord injury. I got involved in uh, wheelchair basketball and, and a variety of wheelchair sports very soon after my accident, and uh, this gave me the uh, you know kind of the uh, the push to so to speak continue on and integrated back in the community. Great. Emily. Um, my name is Emily and I was born with spine bifida. I really wanted to be an active girl but I was like how could I get involved in all these sports and my parents and I just we just found all these sports and I just love playing them. That's great. Kate. Uh, my name is Kate and I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy at 19. Wheelchair user for about 12 years. Uh, before I was on a wheelchair I played a bazillion sports, so I think these adaptive sports just helped me to continue to do that, but just in a different way. Adam. I'm Adam. I was born with Spina Bifida, and I'm a three-time Paralympic gold medalist for sled hockey, and I also co-founded the Greater Buffalo Adaptive Sports Foundation, where we're able to give athletes, disabled athletes, the opportunity to participate in adaptive sports. And I'm especially excited to have all of you here because... You're not single sport players. I'm going to ask you to go back through and list all the sports you've played in in Western New York, just so people get a chance to understand how much is available. Adam, let's start with you. I started off playing a challenger baseball. I did Lothlorien horseback riding when I was younger. Of course, sled hockey. I've done the downhill skiing um, at Holiday Valley with the Lounsbury program and just recently started uh, playing wheelchair football and then also I play wheelchair lacrosse as well. Excellent. Kate? I have done a, a lot of water sports, kayaking, tuing, uh, water skiing, and um, I also did the riding at Lothlorien and uh, the adaptive ski program at Holiday Valley as well. Um, well, I do adaptive swimming, wheelchair basketball, adaptive la wheelchair lacrosse, adaptive baseball, and I'm about to do adaptive and wheelchair tennis. Awesome. Steve? 
So I, I, moving to Buffalo, I'm not originally from Buffalo, but moving to Buffalo, I got involved with the wheelchair basketball team here and managed them for about uh, 13, 14 years. We had a wheelchair tennis program going here, adaptive cycling, water skiing, snow skiing, do some camping in Western New York as well. Just started with the football team here locally also. So I kind of dabble and I try, to, I try everything I can, you know, everything I can uh, get involved in. Right. How did you find your way to your sports? Emily, you had mentioned that your parents kind of helped you get started. Yeah. Well, for wheelchair basketball, for instance, I actually played in Rochester and, and I really liked it, but I wanted something that was close to home. So I was like, why don't I make my own wheelchair basketball team and have my friends who are and who aren't disabled in it? Because I want everybody to be included because that's what these sports are all, are all about. Having everybody disabled or not disabled, mental or physical disabilities included. That's great. And thank you for bringing up that some of the things we're talking about are inclusive sports. Yes. Whereas other things are adaptive for me, adaptive means that you have to adapt it to yourself, but inclusive means it already has been adapted for you. I like that. That's great. And so we have Emily and Adam who probably had help getting into sports with their parents. Mm -hmm. But Kate and Steve. Um, I think that like the horseback riding, I always went horseback riding as a kid and loved it. And I was just looking for things that I could do. And um, actually, I asked for it for my birthday once as a full-grown adult, just found this. And I just had everybody say, in my family, say, if you want to get me a gift, you don't have to, but you can all chip in and do this. And so that's how I went horseback riding. And the water sports is all pretty much Steve. I'd met him and he voiced that he participates and leads some of them. And I just jumped in on that and love it. And the skiing, I don't remember how, uh, I think I just always am looking for things to do. And it, somehow it must have just been mentioned by somebody. And I took advantage of that and looked into it and jumped in on that as well. Yeah, I have to agree. You kind of, once you, once you take that first step, whether it's word of mouth or you searching out for different, you know, recreation and sports, um, that's kind of how it worked for me. You know, the, Wheelchair basketball, when I was injured, was the most prevalent wheelchair sport around. Most of the uh, small, mid-sized cities had one, and in, in larger as well. And um, from there, there's word of mouth. You get in, you know, you get involved in the sports community, and you either, as um, Emily did and uh, Adam do, for to some extent. You know, you create another sport and, and round, up, round up some people to get involved or you just you seek it out, you know, within your geographical area so you can participate. Great. And so you started a couple of your own sports. Mm -hmm. to, how, how did you get started and how did you grow it? Putting the pieces together, you know, with other members of the community. You know, uh, I've been in the disabled community for so long now you get to know other people and they came to me and uh, you know with the water sports foundation we you know our water sports uh, association you know we just decided that with all the beautiful waterways we have around here it made sense i had some prior experience in water skiing i took on that activity and we just you know kind of took off from there great 
And Adam, you co-founded the um, Greater Buffalo Adaptive Sports. How did that come to be? So after I actually came back from um, Vancouver in 2010, I was uh, lucky enough to meet a family that their child was just born with spina bifida. And I didn't realize this at the time, but while I was leading up to the, the Paralympics in 2010, the family was in um, the Ronald McDonald house here in Buffalo and, and kind of was following my story and the newspaper articles and was saving everything. And then when I came home, the family, a family friend said we were having a fundraiser. They called us. So would you like to, you know, go and, and meet the family? And, you know, of course we said, yes, you know, we would, we would love to. And so we went down and, and met the family. And I think at that point we kind of realized what impact like I could have on, you know, the community and, and not just, you know, one person, but a whole uh, disabled community and in, in general. So and that kind of sparked the, the idea of starting, what was the sled hockey uh, foundation back then, but then we kind of realized not everybody's going to like sled hockey and, and then to, to be able to service more athletes in the, the community, you know, we rebranded and, uh, you know, kind of expanded the sports that we offer. Right. And so I'm hearing a lot of you pull others into the sports that you're in. How do you reach out to other people? And if you, are suggesting to the community to get involved, how to get involved in a sport, I should say. For some sports, a lot of men are playing, but women, they don't think they can actually play sports. But as a matter of fact, you can. So you guys just need to reach out for like family and friends and they can get you started. And for me, when I got all my friends recruited, they were from school or from what my parents my parents knew their parents, so they reached out to them. And so everybody can play, even if you guys don't think you can. You can create your own team. You can create your own sport. You just have to dream it and make it happen. Others, how do you bring people in or suggestions for getting involved? I think it's, you know, the obvious is this these days it's so much easier with the Internet you know, to reach out and uh, get some collaboration. Back in the day, it was kind of, you know, going, it was actually pounding the pavement, going to different, you know, organizations and leaving flyers, talking to people, spreading the word, you know, one team, you know, I remember trying to steal people from the sled hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> years ago. The truth comes up. Yeah. There's poaching. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's much easier now. Because there's so much more interconnectedness, but um, you know, it, it's just um, trying to, uh, as best you can, put the word out there. That, you know, there's there's this new sport organization, whatever you want to call it, forming uh, for recreation, and uh, give it a try. Yeah. So I'm curious, Kate, what did Steve say to get you involved in the water sports? I don't know. Probably just voice that it's available and didn't take a lot of twisting your arm. I think I showed up there the next day and I was like, what the heck? Why is nobody at the lake? <laughs> I, was today. I think too, it is definitely just word of mouth. Like even for me, I mean, well, for all of us, if you have a disability, you end up having other people with disabilities in your life. So even if I post a random picture of me being a hooligan on a jet ski, like, 
people will see that. And in my sphere of, you know, friends and such, you know, they may have a disability or not, or they have a child with one. And I mean, so even if I am not doing it like a direct creating a team or whatnot, just that word of mouth and the, the circles of friends that we are in just, it tends to just spread that way too. It's great. And what keeps you in the sports? Uh, you know, is it the adrenaline rush? The adrenaline rush, okay. Yeah. My friends and sometimes my family. They um, you know, like they cheer me on and they and they say, You can do it, you can do it. So I know that I can always do it, even if it's hard. I always have to push on and move on and do it, do it, do it my best. Agreed. Initially it's the uh the adrenaline. You know, that you mentioned, it's the uh, the ability to compete and have some fun. And then when I, for me, that was the initial push. I had seen a wheelchair basketball game. I think either I was towards the end of my rehabilitation, inpatient rehabilitation, and I home on a maybe a uh, you know over a weekend stay or shortly after, and I thought it was incredible. I never touched a basketball, uh, almost never touched a basketball through high school. Played in other sports. And just said, this looks, this looks amazing. Came out to the team and found that not only the rush of the, you know, competition, but the camaraderie, the networking, the figuring out, you know, how these other people with disabilities live their life and benefits you a great deal. It's a huge, huge, uh, huge boost. I always say too, that like our bodies crave to move, like that doesn't go away just because suddenly you're in a wheelchair. And I think it just, you got to find different ways. Like I've always played sports. And I think when you're, if you weren't born with something and you're diagnosed later, like you still, I still wanted to play sports. I still, I think my, your, our bodies crave to move. And even if it's not like, um, like your arms and legs are moving, like going down a, you know, a ski slope at a bazillion miles an hour is that movement. And I think it's just, I think all bodies probably in some way, shape or form, just um, they just want to move. And whether it comes in that way or actually running or something, I think it's just part of it is that it's satisfying that, you know, the need or the desire to, to move around a little bit when you can't maybe do that in the way that you would have in the past. And what about the competition part of it? Is that something that's a driver or not as big for me, um, that's what I like the most about it. Um, you know, yeah, I love having fun, but, um, you know, I always like to, whatever I'm doing, I like to, you know, give it my, my all and, um, the, the competition is my favorite part. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I'm on that. I am percent. You get a bunch of people on the court, you know, uh, you know, for a basketball game or whatever, lacrosse, whatever it may be. And um, it's fun to see, you know, people are tentative at first, but that's then once everyone kind of gets used to it, the intensity slowly, slowly increases. And it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Give us an example of your most memorable sporting memory. It's when I first started um, my wheelchair basketball team. Um, I saw how many people were there on like the first or second or third day we had like 15 to 25 people and I was like oh my god I can't believe we recruited this many I was like I am so excited to start this program that's great 
that's, that's a tough one. There's a lot of good. I mean, yeah. the longer you've been involved, yeah. in, you know, in sports, each activity, you get, you know, a different feeling every time you're out there. My first time, even though I was in a very basic ski, my first time at the top of the ski hill, um, you know, first time riding a hand cycle and just going, uh, water skiing, the first time I got into water ski and actually got up and then was able to go outside the wake in slalom. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this, you know, and, you know, and again, that gives you the, the impetus, the drive to try something else, you know? Yeah. Definitely agree. And I also do um, adaptive truck and field. So adaptive truck and field, there's like um, four things you can do. Track, javelin, shot put, all those. Yeah. So one sport can give you so many opportunities. Yeah. And some of those sports, um, you do both stand up using crutches and you use some sports with wheelchair. Yeah. um, The most one... Most of them I usually use my wheelchair and stuff, but the one I usually use my crutches for is adaptive baseball because it's on grass and I can't move my wheels on the grass. Okay. Yeah. I think my most memorable was water skiing as well, but the reason it was so memorable is because everyone said it's impossible to tip this, the outward, because they're so, <laughs> so far out, and I proved them wrong because that's how I roll. No pun intended. But I think... I don't know. It was, even though I rolled it or flipped it, whatever, it just, part of it was just that it was awesome to get moving. And the other part was that all the volunteers there were so amazing. Like, it was just like, do you want to keep going? Do you want to try to, for us to get you back on the ski? And, and they did. But the thing that was so cool is I find in all groups like this, um, you know, the people that are making it possible for you to get out there, it almost seemed like when I came back in was and was up on the ski, like they knew that I tipped it, but they were all like cheering. And it was like as if, you know, I was like friends with them for 10 years. Like they legitimately just are so joyful to get people out there that maybe wouldn't have. And I think for me, that's a huge part of it. Like it just, I think it's amazing. Like I, I went to Lake George once and learned adaptive sailing. And even though it was, you know, quite a distance from there, the group was the same as it is here. They literally were just this joyful group of people that were so excited to get you out on the water when you probably couldn't have. And that just makes you excited and happy too, because it's, they love it. You love it. And it's just, I mean, again, I, some of the people you feel like you've known your whole life because they just, they're so kind and joyful and they're, you know, they're given their time, but not only that, but they're kind of, you know, they just make you feel welcome and make you excited to, not only do the sport, but just be part of the group. Um, my most memorable moment would probably be winning the gold medals in the Paralympics. You know, not realizing when I was born or when I was even five or six when I started sled hockey, that that sport would, would give me that opportunity to, to play for Team USA and, and compete for a gold medal. So that was awesome. Another most memorable moment was actually when I was on the ice for sled hockey and I actually met Adam <laughs> yeah. and we started playing and doing sled hockey together yeah so give me a sense of what's up and coming for sports in Buffalo and the greater area um, Adam do you want to go yeah. first um, so for greater Buffalo adaptive sports um, we're looking into um, we just started a wheelchair curling 
um, a couple of clinics that we've done with uh, the Buffalo um, Curling Center. Um, we're going to be starting uh, wheelchair tennis um, as well. That's up and coming for the summer and fall. Um, and then we're also looking to bring um, a wheelchair softball here as well and, and do a clinic sometime in the fall um, for that. Um, so those are the, the up and coming ones for, for us that we're, uh, looking into getting started. Any recruits from the audience? Here? Um, Absolutely. well, actually I'm, we're actually doing an up and coming session of our wheelchair basketball team. So we practice every Thursday at the boys and girls club until, um, mid, um, we start at October and then we go into February and, this we're actually ending our season next Thursday for um Thursday basketball with an end of the year party. So if you guys wanna um join the, our team, just um we'll give you information and just and you guys are welcome to join. We'll have um we won't have like tryouts. We'll just have you guys come in and we'll just see if you guys if you guys would like to enjoy it and join our team. And that's in Depew. Yeah. Boys and girls. Yeah. In Depew. Depew yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So they could get information probably through the Boys and Girls. Yes. Club yes. In Depew. Yeah. Um, Greater Buffalo. The Devon Sports. Yeah. Foundation. Yep. Has a website. Yep. That they can go to. And um, we usually list like um, on our blogs, like what we're doing or what's up and coming. I've asked you about things that are happening local to the area, but I'm guessing you've probably participated in things outside of the area too what other things have you participated in well for me there's only actually one thing i actually do adaptive um baseball which i actually don't use in my wheelchair i use in my forearm crutches that sounds fun yeah what's your position um i usually do like i'm usually um base um i usually um, do like third or second base but it depends to see what the coaches want, and yeah, so that's how the area. We have like a 25-minute drive from where we live to go there. Where do you play? Um, I think it's in um, Lackawanna or somewhere, but around that area. It's like um, there's like baseball fields, and then it's like there's also like a little area where you can get snacks and stuff after the games, but yeah. Nice. I've gone out to, um, someone had mentioned a adaptive sailing program in Lake George, so I made it a little little trip. I uh, stopped at um, Whiteface Mountain and climbed that in my van, which was not happy about that. But then I did the adaptive sailing, which was amazing. They kind of just teach you, but also you go sailing on Lake George, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then I've I skydived. There's a skydive. Um, that was in New Paltz, New York, outside of the city, um, and hang gliding, which was in the Outer Banks. Um, that was just a random, I saw a billboard and called the number and they were like, Hey, if you can get here in an hour, we'll take you up. So I did that as well. Impulse adrenaline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you're hiding from us? I don't know. (laughs) Got a long list there, Kate. I think that might be it. Um, oh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Oh, NASCAR. Yeah, I did uh, I did go on a NASCAR ride. Um, where was that? 
uh, I can't remember where it was. It was one of the um, NASCAR tracks. Oh, you know, it's Michigan. They have um, the ability to do ride-alongs there. So they, I think the most adventurous part was probably them pushing me and pulling me out of the window because there's no <laughs> doors. But you also, I think we went, I want to say maybe you can go 150 or 175 miles an hour. I can't remember which it is, but it was pretty great. Um, I was turning 40 and just was looking for something fun to do. So I took some friends and we went to Michigan and went on a NASCAR ride because, of course, that's what you do when you turn 40, I guess. <laughs> the epitome of 40-40. Yeah, I, I, can, I can't say that I've tried anything. I've done some of the sports that I've done here in Buffalo, outside of Buffalo, like sailing. We've been up to the Thousand Islands. Uh, they had a North Country Access Expo up there, and we did some water skiing and sailing up there. Um, you know, I've done a lot of the other, you know, traveled to do some wheelchair tennis and basketball. But there is, there's so much more out there. You adapt. I mean, if you can dream it, either someone's doing it or someone's trying to adapt it so that a disabled person can, you know, can use, can do that sport as well. And that, you know, recreate um, the same way. Um, it's great, you know, to see the, the explosion of uh, adaptive sports. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me mm -hmm. and sharing your experiences. Um, and we'd love to have you come back and tell us a little bit more in another episode. Definitely. Great. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. Thanks for listening. If there are suggestions for podcast topics or questions for the athletes, please contact us either through Greater Buffalo Adaptive Sports. You can reach them through their webpage or find them on Facebook. Or you can also reach us through the Rehabilitation Science Department at the University at Buffalo. I'm faculty there, and my email is jlangen at buffalo.edu. Thank you to everyone at the UB Libraries for helping to produce this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Adaptive Sports and Recreation in Western New York podcast. Have a great day.